Yo, what's up? It's your boy Armante here. Welcome back to the lounge. We have my big sister, Miss um, Kiera Wheeler here. Um, and we're going to talk to you guys about some athletic type stuff today. So I'll let her introduce herself um, and just, yeah, introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Um, I'm Kiera Wheeler. And uh, I'm not really his big sister, but <laughs> we grew up together and we do martial arts together. And I'm just happy to be here. All right. All right. Um, no, we're not related by blood, but yet and still, she's my big sister. I look up to her a lot. Um, we do martial arts um, together, like she said. And this it's been a journey um, from being in school together and all of that. Um, but um, let's get right into it. Uh, tell me about yourself. You know, Tell the people about yourself, You know, who you are, what you do, what you like, stuff like that. Okay. Um, I am currently a senior in college. I go to Central Michigan University studying sociology with a focus in criminal justice and a minor in leadership. I graduate in December, so yay. And then I start grad school right right away in the fall. So I'm <laughs> um, back to back. I'm also a student athlete. Um, I'm on the track team, the women's track team at CMU, and I am a thrower. So I throw... Um, indoor weight which is like the indoor version of hammer throw and i throw discus and hammer okay so what um for those people who don't really understand the track and field world what is the hammer throw like can you explain what the hammer throw is kind of give us a visual walkthrough of how it looks yeah a lot of people always ask me like oh have you seen matilda like the movie matilda and they're like oh yeah oh Miss like, Trinchable? yeah Miss Trinchable, <laughs> like she threw hammer and that's what i do um obviously i mean i'm not as big but i i guess i'm still pretty good like usually hammer throwers are kind of like on the heavier side just because it's like harder to do but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be bigger so i kind of take pride in like, in like being a smaller thrower but also still being pretty good for myself but yeah hammer is like a shot put if most people know what a shot put is 8.8 .8 pounds on a long wire i think the wire is like three and a half feet long and then it's connected to a handle and then you spin around in circles and you let go okay um uh do you hold any any records like high school records college records anything like that uh yeah for my high school i hold the discus record and for college i hold the indoor and outdoor hammer and weight record school record uh, what is the record number? What was the okay? What was the original number, and then what is your number? Oh, I don't know what the original number was. I don't remember, but I broke it two years ago. No, yeah, two years ago I broke the outdoor hammer record, and then last year I think, or maybe it was two years ago, I broke the indoor hammer record. I mean hammer or weight throw. So weight throws indoor and hammer throws outdoor. So I have both records, and I don't remember what they were before, but um. You want me to explain my distance? I don't. Yeah. What What is your distance number? Explain like how far that is. Um. Well, in college, you we measure by meters, the metric system. So meters. Um, in conversion to feet, I throw sixty-three or sixty-four, almost sixty-five meters in hammer, which is roughly like two hundred and twelve, two hundred and thirteen feet for hammer, and then weight, I threw it. Wow. What did I throw it? Like twenty-one meters, which is like. 70 something 70 ish feet 71 72 73 something around there feet so it's so, pretty far 
Yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, get that's um that's like a, I get that's like a huge accomplishment, right? Like, yeah, I would say so. It was a pretty pretty cool thing that I I've done so far. Now, how long how long have you been doing track and field? I know there's people who've been doing it for years and have still haven't thrown as far as you. Yeah, um, I started throwing hammer when I got to college, so freshman year, so four years ago. Um, hammer and weight. I didn't learn that until I got to college. I started throwing discus though, sophomore year of high school. And then I realized that I was pretty good at it. So I started to take it more seriously. And then I got, you know, attention from coaches and recruitment. And then that's what I got recruited for. And then I picked up hammer and I seemed to be pretty good at it. So mm, that's, that's really, in that's really interesting stuff. Um, uh, getting, getting deeper into it. Um, you know, sports is a is a wide thing. You got basketball, football, and stuff like that. But today, we're really going to focus on you and track and field. And my question to you is, do you have any sports heroes, like any female sports heroes that you really admire and look up to? Yeah, I would say within my event, specifically Hammer Throw, um, there's this two-time Olympian. Her name is Gwendolyn Berry. And she is currently competing at the Olympics right now for hammer throw. So um, she's one person that I've actually got to personally meet when I went to the Olympic trials um, last month. And um, she also has uh, T-shirts out because she's like an activist. So she's, she um, she highlights the importance of being more than an athlete. So she has a shirt out that goes that says activate activist and athlete in it. It, it specifies like her being more than an athlete and how she um, is a social activist and she always presses the importance of black lives and things like that. So that's one person that I met and that I admire. And she's really, really, really good. She's had the number three um, throw within our country. So she's competing for USA in hopes of earning a medal. All right. Hopefully she gets that gold medal. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what we're that's what we're hoping to. Do do you have any other, um, you know, female heroes, athletes that you look up to? There's so many, so many, so many that I can think of. Um, How many do you have in the track and field area? Track and field, I guess people that I look up to just because of like their determination and hard work. I would say, like I said, Gwendolyn Berry, Deanna Price, Michelle Carter. If you don't know who these people are, I suggest you Google them. Um, if you Google them, you'll find a lot, <laughs> a lot of stories on them and their come ups and their, and their, um, accomplishments and things like that. So do your homework. <laughs> um, so with track and field, um, I know you have like the actual track runners and then you have those who throw the discus and the hammers and, and the field uh, events. Yeah. The yeah. field events. So, um, how is the team divided like are you are you guys like all together like do you train all together or like how how does that work um it's usually different field of like fielding events or not fielding events event coaches i'm sorry so i have a throws coach because i'm a thrower so there's a throws coach there's a long distance coach there's a mid distance coach and then there's like a, a coach who does like high jump and long jump and short sprints so there's different coaches for different events um specifically coaches that like focus more on certain events will coach those events so like we all have different coaches but we are on one team gotcha so it's all one 
but there's a there's a coach that specializes in each area, kind of like Event. in football, you got an offensive coach and a defensive coach. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Um, how do you how do you get along with your teammates? You know, is the is the atmosphere kind of you know family like, or is it like I'm trying to one up you? Um, I definitely would say that it's family oriented. Although um, track is an individual sport and everybody competes against each other. We still, we still are a team, and so when we compete at different meets, we're competing with a team, but also individually. Um, and I, I think that we get along just well. Obviously, like COVID, the last year and a half has kind of separated us just because we can't really be physically as close, but we are um, still close in relationships. Um, I get along with all my teammates. Um, I try to be a good role model just because I'm a senior and it's good to you know just be the leader automatically just because like you're an older person on the team so you're used to doing certain things so it's important to lead by example um but also being honest like with yourself and with your teammates like we all make mistakes we all are human um but it's just important to have that leadership aspect if you can okay that's um that's good stuff real good information to you know to really put out there for people who are on teams with people and stuff like that because you know in in a in the athletic and sports field you have people who come in with the whole thought and idea of you know my one job is to just come here get it for myself forget everybody else right. i don't care what you hold it's all about me right and i um that can breed like a that could come in throw like a monkey wrench inside the gear shift and really just mess up everything because you know everybody's supposed to be together as one team like you said mm -hmm. but you got this one person who's just not playing by the rules i mean it's like that here in the karate world too right. you know you got somebody who's trying to do their own thing you know not really meshing with the rest of the gears and it kind of it throws everything off so yeah I, I it's important you know to really be um a team player uh, as you were just saying um uh my next question um i know you I know you made it to the Olympic trials um, and that's like a huge accomplishment, you know, coming in as just, uh, you said three year, right? Three year thrower, hammer thrower and stuff yes. like that, you know, yes. fresh to it, new to it. And there's people who've been doing it for over 10, 12 years. Mm -hmm. You know, how does, how does that feel? Um, honestly, it's humbling because when I got there, I mean, honestly, I didn't think that I was going to qualify for it. I had a really, really rough beginning season. I was out for a month, couldn't train. So when I got back, I was just like, okay, well, let me just refocus, realign my goals. You know, just don't be upset if you don't, you know, qualify or don't hit all of your goals. So I kind of had to readjust. But when I realized that I was going to make it, I was kind of just like, okay, wow, I'm here. So I'm just going to embrace the moment and have fun and not really be upset if I don't do how I want to do because at that point I made it to like almost the big stage. Well, it was a big stage. It was the stage before the Olympics. So it was a pretty, pretty big deal because I was able to see, you know, the, the people that I'm going to see for the next few years if I continue this after I graduate college. So I had a good time. So what is what is like your goal for next year? Do you plan on trying to make it back to the Olympic trials or are you just going to kind of like throw that one in the books? Well, yeah, the Olympic trials is every four years it's right before the Olympics. In this case, since the Olympics got postponed to this summer, 
which is 2021 technically, but we still call it the 2020 Olympics. Right. Um, it's going to be every four years. So the next Olympic trials is in three years. And then the next Olympics is also in three years, which will be in Paris. So um, if I have the opportunity to continue my athletic journey after I graduate, I'm definitely going to take the opportunity and do so. Um, I think since I'm so young in the sport, I'm literally only three years old when you think about it and hammer years. (laughs) So I have so much to learn and um, I'm just going to continue to grow physically, emotionally, mentally um, in order to go to the next level if I am if I'm given the opportunity so it sounds like you really plan on trying to make it back to the Olympic trials you know I seen on your snapchat and stuff like that you were you were posting it was kind of cool to see you know they had your name up on the screen and I (laughs) think your friends sent like pictures in and stuff like that that I think that was like super cool to to Mm -hmm. see that like how did that how did that make you feel being in that moment being able to kind of walk down that red carpet per Mm -hmm. se you know walking through that you know and seeing all of that support you know because it was weird you know people couldn't be there to support you in person how did that feel to see that support their own screen um it was it was a surreal feeling i think that was when the moment that i saw like okay like i have the support system that i knew you know my friends and family that i knew i had and my teammates everybody who participated in that um it was like the first step in me realizing that I was actually there um, about to compete because I hadn't competed yet when I saw that. But like when I was there, I was like, OK, it hadn't really hit me yet because I was already there two weeks prior for nationals. And then I was just trying to get through the days of training because at that point I was physically exhausted because my season was so long. So I was just like, OK, I'm happy to be here. But then when I saw that, I was like, OK, I'm actually here. And then leading up to me competing, I was like, wow, like this is actually happening. I'm on TV like. You know, I was competing next to Gwen Berry. I got to talk to her, all these things. So it was pretty cool. Um, that's that's what's up. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's, I think for if I was in your position, I think that would make me, that would make me pretty happy too, um, to see that everybody's supporting from so far away. Mm-hmm. Um, my next question to you would be, what is the best part about competing? I know you're a competitive person by nature. <laughs> You're a competitive person. Um, even in the karate world, if it's not first place, you feel like you're in last. <laughs> so how do how do you feel about competing? Like, tell me about it. Uh, in this world, I definitely give myself more grace because I just know that I'm so new at it. Um, I still am um, competitive internally, but I just show it differently because I know that I'm still learning. I always have to know it's always a learning process in this um realm of competition but um i still am competitive i still am hard on myself i still know what i'm capable of i'm still learning what i'm capable of um i have more confidence which helped me which helps me with my performance um i just like to have fun when i compete so i'm always i'm never too serious i mean i'm always in the zone when it's ready when it's time to compete but before and after, I'm always just, you know, having fun, laughing, giggling, speaking to people. I don't try to take things too seriously just because I want to enjoy the moment. Right. OK. Speaking about the zone, since we're talking about being in the zone, what gets you in the zone? Do you have like a favorite song or something like that? Like, what do you listen to to get you in the zone to get ready to compete and get ready to go out there and rock the stage? Yeah, it's funny because certain, you know, track people will 
I guess you wouldn't know. But like in the track world, I was going to say I don't do track. <laughs> in the track world, people have like certain things that they do before they compete. Like whether it's like writing things on their shoes, um, listening to music, like doing certain, like just certain rituals before they compete. And I guess I don't really have one. I guess I I do like to listen to music before I compete and while I warm up if they allow us. But um, other than that, I you know me and my teammates we say a little prayer. And then we compete. But other than that, I don't really do much. I, I do like to listen to music, though, to get me hype or to relax me, depending on how I feel. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Yeah. Um. Here we go. This might hurt somebody's feelings. It just might, depending on what your answer is. Okay. But from high school to college, who... Who is your favorite coach and why? What what have they done to become your favorite coach? This is a tough question because I know you've had a lot of great coaches. I know you've had a lot of great coaches. Even your own dad as a coach, not really knowing too much about the sport, but he learned the sport. So like who would mm-hmm. be who would be your number one favorite coach and why? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I would have a number one because I've I've had three coaches while just in college, which is pretty it's pretty odd when you think about it. When you go to college, you assume you're going to have the same coach for the, for the four years are there. But, you know, things happen and it's really a business. So, but I mean, my high school coach, he was great. Honestly, he didn't really know much about throwing. He learned as he, as I learned and we learned together. Um, we progressed. He honestly helped me, you know, get my scholarship. So I'm really thankful for that. But when I got to college, I had one coach for a year. Didn't really get along with them. Second year, we had a new coach. I loved him. He was um he was really great at what he did. Um he was also an Olympian, shot put Olympian. He threw shot put in the twenty twelve Olympics. And then my current coach. They've all been different personality wise, technical wise, like they've all have given me gems in their own ways. But um my current coach is pretty amazing. He's super technical. Um he knows what he's talking about. He threw hammer in college, so he knows how to coach hammer um, for sure. So, so your think. current coach now, you would say, is your favorite? I don't know about favorite. I do really enjoy him. So I don't, you beating around I don't, the bush. I, I want to know I don't a know. The I don't people, wanna... <laughs> people want to know a favorite coach. Not this coach did that. I don't and know. this coach did this. Yeah, we know they got all to We want to know who the favorite coach is. It's hard to say. We want the name. The name. Okay, I guess my current coaches will be my favorite just because of the so much. We've been through so much together and we literally just met a year ago, not even a year ago today. Um, so I guess he had he took me to my first indoor nationals. He took me to my first outdoor nationals. He took me to my first Olympic trials. So it's like, I gotta, guess he would be my first, my favorite coach. For you sure. got you to gotta drop the name. You got to drop oh, the his name. His name is Zachary Ball. He's pretty young too. Um, he's like twenty eight or twenty nine. All right, Mr. Ball, you the favorite coach right now. Don't <laughs> hey, don't drop the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> tell him about this. <laughs> um, so my last and final question to you, um, with you being in the position that you are in, being so young and have made it to the Olympic trials after only three years of competing on that type of level in college, you know, starting with track in high school you know junior high high school then branching out to try something new in high school what are some words of encouragement you can give young black male and female athletes you Mm -hmm. know to encourage them to keep doing 
to keep going and make it to where you are and even further and beyond? Um, I would say that if you're starting off in high school, um, honestly, just try to take in all the information that you can as far as learning your sport and um, don't be afraid to reach out to coaches and schools that you're interested in potentially throwing or running or jumping or whatever event you do. Don't be afraid to reach out. Um, you can reach out um, and they can reach back out to you. There are some like specific things that they can and cannot do as coaches but they know that and you don't so you can just reach out and be like hey i'm interested um follow them on social media it's important to do your research know who and what your coach does and is know the team or at least you know know their pages and social media and stuff like that um in this day and age it's easier to find things because we have social media um never honestly it's so cliche but don't give up because i didn't start throwing until sophomore year of high school and i didn't even know what hammer was until i got to college so it's important to know things before you you know get there at that level um have confidence um i struggle with confidence all my life and the better i get at some things you know the confidence will come and try not to compare yourself to others i know it's hard to do that in the athletic world, whatever sport you do, um, just don't do it because every athlete is different, especially in throwing track and field in general. So that's important to, to not do that um, and stay humble because there's always somebody better than you and there's always somebody that's going to come up behind you that's going to be better than you. So it's important to stay humble, um, but always be happy for yourself at the same time, but be humble. I think... Uh our head instructor here master wheeler your dad um has one of the best sayings i've ever heard you know that's motivational um and it's be happy but never satisfied mm -hmm. so be happy with what you with what you've accomplished but always strive for more yes i got first place but i want to do it again or yes okay i'm happy i got third but i know i can get second okay mm -hmm. i got second but i know i can get first you know just be happy with where you are now but just know that there's more you can obtain if you keep pushing. Um, so, yeah, this has been um, a great interview, a great podcast with you, Kiera. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With that being said, we'll conclude this one, conclude this episode. Um, remember, make sure you like the uh, Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook at Lounge Talk 100. You can follow her on Facebook as well. I'll let her give her um, her Facebook page. You can follow her and keep up with her daily life. Yeah, I don't really use Facebook. So you can follow me on Instagram at QLXW. Um, they just released a new rule for student athletes that they can um I don't know. It's like have sponsorship sponsorships through other social media sites. Oh yeah, and kind of like get that. money type that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think am. I read about that. So I'm gonna try to do my best in adding that to my resume. Um, but yeah, follow me on social media for track and field updates and just regular pictures and things like that. And thanks for having me, Clay. All right, this yeah, and no problem. This was fun. You know, I had to get you on <laughs> before you go back to school here soon. Yeah, and you leave us all mere mortals oh, in the dust. Oh gosh. So, all right, we'll see you all on the next episode. Bye. Peace.